Welcome to LOA Today. Walt Thiessen and Life Coach Linda Armstrong here. Today is Friday, November the 16th, 2018. It is 4 p.m. New York time, 1 p.m. Los Angeles time, 9 p.m. London time. And if you're in Sydney, Australia, it's 8 a.m. Good morning, Sydney, Australia. And this is your second daily dose of happy for this Friday and last, sadly, for the weekdays this week. But uh, it's, a, it's a good day. It's a day where we are uh, kind of... Well, maybe a little premature, prematurely, although you can't be really too premature about these things. Uh, we're prematurely uh, being grateful in anticipation of Thanksgiving Day. Uh, here in the United States, we celebrate Thanksgiving this coming Thursday, um, the annual holiday that uh, dates back to uh, the, the country's founding when, when we're first, uh, I shouldn't say founding, with the, the, when, the, when the country first had its immigrants come over from, uh, from Europe. Uh, and it uh, originated in Massachusetts and became a national holiday and continues to be so to this day. But it's also a great opportunity to focus on gratitude, which, uh, Linda, you pointed out very astutely in our email exchange. That's a big thing. That's something we need to spend more time doing. So, yeah, we're, we're going to spend a little time talking about gratitude today. And I promised you I would uh, start off the podcast by telling you a story of gratitude that I experienced today. Um, okay. As you know, and you you actually uh, uh, posted about it on Facebook, we had a pretty major and kind of a surprise snowstorm here in the northeastern part of the country. And that snowstorm, I don't know how much snow you got, it left us with about eight inches this morning. That has since melted down to about three, but that's what we started off with was eight inches. And when I got up to do the podcast this morning with Tom and Alex, um one of my cats always likes to go outside, so he was outside. And we have this um, um, outside of our door, front door. There's this there's this uh, cart with like a lobster trap on top of it, which is kind of weird, I know. But he likes that. It's just, it's kind of like his home, and he's either yeah. inside there or he's underneath the uh, the cart. The cart is like one of these carts you find uh, in a factory where they're carting stuff around, that kind of thing. So it's very very low, and he loves to get under there too because it makes him feel safe. Well, I'd forgotten that, of course, with the snowstorm, that means they're going to bring the snowblower through and they're going to blow the snow out. And when that happened, it was in the middle of, uh, actually toward the end of the podcast. And of course, he got freaked out and jumped out of the cart and just went bounding off through the snow to find safety. Well, after the podcast was over, um, I went out to look for him, also to move the cars and things like that because they have to plow the uh, parking lot. And we have... To the side of our building, there's grass, and then there's a steep hill going down to like a wetlands. Very lot, lot of wildlife down there, and that's where his tracks showed that he had gone. And I, at first, I wasn't even sure they were his tracks because they were really far apart for a cat. And I, I mean, at first, my reaction was, "That's too far apart. That can't be a cat." But then I remember he's also a very long cat. He was running full flight, so yeah, I guess they yeah. could have been his, and it turned out they were his. Um, after I, I was looking for tracks everywhere and I really couldn't find any of the way he could have gone. So I decided that's where it must've been. I went over to where the wetlands are. Now the wetlands are down about, um, I'm going to say a 15 to 20 foot, very steep drop. Um, if, if, if you were a skier, it would be the equivalent of a drop for an expert trail. That's how steep it is. Wow. And it was full of snow and I could see these tracks going down to the edge and then disappearing. And there's water down there and there's like a fallen tree and all this. And I'm thinking, well, this is not good. <laughs> and so I come in the house. I'm looking for rope. We have no rope. Can't find any rope. Louise points out to me I have these uh, 12-foot straps that I use to strap things down on the car or something like that if I need to, to move stuff. So I go and get, get my two straps. I put them together and create for myself like a 24-foot rope, which is really not far enough. But, you know, it, it, it's almost far enough. Um, I tie it to a tree and I carefully work my way down. As I'm, as I'm tying it to the tree, I look down to where there is this tree that has fallen into the water and it's got all these brambles and so forth. And I see my cat and he's looking up mm. at me and I've been calling to him all this time and I can see him there. He's meowing at me. And I, so I'm calling him, I'm coming, buddy, I'm coming. And so I start working my way down the hill. And as I get halfway down the hill, I look down and he's gone. Ah. He's gone from the edge. And I'm thinking, this is not good. This is not good at all. So I worked my way down there. It took me a while to get down too. Um, get, and, and the worst part is my, my 24 foot strap 
didn't reach all the way down. So I had to, to go like <laughs> extending to my, 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 you know, length and so forth. And then working my way down to the shore the last five or six feet or so. I get down there and there's no sign of him. There's no sign anywhere. And I'm looking for tracks to see, did he go into the water? Is he, did he fall in the water, go out and some, there's like a little, a shore, like, you no, know, 10, 15 feet out. Did he maybe fall into the water, went to the shore? No sign of him climbing out anywhere. And I'm looking around and looking around and I'm calling him his name and so forth. And he's not appearing. And this goes on for five minutes and then 10 minutes and 15 minutes and 20 minutes. And now I'm getting really worried because I mean, if he's drowned, I can't really help him there. If he's, maybe he fell in the snow because the snow was pretty deep. Um, and there were certain places where I could see where he could have fallen in the snow, but I couldn't easily get to them. Um, I ended up calling my wife on the cell phone and having her call, um, the maintenance people and they brought, uh, some extra rope. So I had real rope to work with instead of those straps. Ended up with their help. And long story short, we ended up uh, getting it so I could get it around my waist, tie myself so I'm secured. And they're, uh, they got secured to a tree up there. And then I'm working my way down there. And then I am just going into the water, going into the side of the bank and so forth, pulling snow out of the way. And then I finally go into the snowbank right below where he was standing. I pull it open and a cat leaps out, jumps up onto the snowbank and runs up the hill. Now, that's great news. And that's something to be grateful for. What's even more uh, dramatic about it is that not 10 minutes before um, that, just before the guy showed up, I told Louise, because Louise had called me, I said, I don't know where he is. I can't find him. I mean, he could have drowned for all I know. I I, I, yeah. I, I just don't know where he is. I, I can't find him. So we had, we were fearing the worst. Now, all of a sudden, you know, great news. He's alive. He's doing great. And I have to get back up the hill. And, and with the, the help of the, the guys from maintenance, they, they helped pull me up the hill. And so it all worked out very nicely. So talk about gratitude. I was so grateful. We got our cat back. Our cat did not die in frigid cold temperatures, buried in the snow. He could have been. I mean, he was buried in this, this drift. He, he quite clearly could not have gotten out. And it was a good thing I went and yeah. dug him out. But, uh, I mean, it just kind of refocuses your mind when you, I mean, yeah, it's only a cat. It's not a human being, but cats are important. They're, 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 well, they're, they're, they're beings. They're human beings. They're family. They're family. Yeah. Right. They're not human beings, but they're, but they're family. They are, they're human. They're, they're important beings. They're important life forms. Yeah. And, and they mean a lot to us. And, you know, I just, well, I'm just grateful that we got him. We got him back and he's doing fine. Took him a while to get in the house. He wouldn't come in the house right away. He was, you know, still in, in, uh, preservation mode. So he was running around for a bit, but we got him in and he's doing okay. And so. Well, as well that ends you, well. You also made it up. Yeah, I made it up too. That was good too. Because I actually went in the water at one point. <laughs> not not intentionally. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. yeah, I was pretty wet. I was pretty cold. Um, I think I was running on adrenaline because it was really cold. <laughs> that water was yeah. really bitter cold. But uh, somehow I didn't notice it I so hear- much. I hear an echo when I speak. Is that is that is that picking up for you too? I'm not getting an echo, no. Okay, well, hopefully it's not recording that way. Yeah, I hope not. We'll, we'll find out. Well, I'm happy that you're okay and that your cat's okay. Yeah, me too. Me too. And it does kind of reinforce the value of gratitude um, because, I mean, when we found him and, and when I got him out and I saw him racing up uh, the hill. By the way, he, he's also a very smart cat because he couldn't have gotten up that hill. It was pretty deep in snow. So he, he worked in my trail. That That's where he was able to get his foothold to get up the hill. Which is good, right. but um, I, I mean, I was just like grinning in the ear to ear after that, and it, I was tired. I mean, you can imagine after an ordeal like that, I was really exhausted, but I was just thrilled. I was feeling so so good that I didn't care that I was tired, you know, and yeah, yeah, yeah. spent a good part of the afternoon just playing and petting him and feeding him and you know tending to him and enjoying that he's in our lives still. You know, our animals are our healers. Mm-hmm. And they're they're not just anything they are life you know mm-hmm. they're love they're they you would be crushed if something happened to him. oh yeah well i thought something had happened i, th- I thought i'd lost yeah. him i mean for a moment there I, I i was sorely tested on my faith that he was still alive <laughs> and yeah it was it was uh intense it was pretty intense but oh, healer healer I, I hadn't heard of cats as healers i think you're right about that oh, yeah and, and animals are healers Cats, dogs, all all pets, really. Oh yeah. Yeah, um, dogs in particular. And not only that, they they can shift your vibration like that. Just like that. Oh yeah, yeah. Petting my cats is one of my items on my list if I need to get a pick me up. 
And, and it's yeah. exactly right. They, they help you just shift really, really fast. Dogs in particular are known for just total unconditional love. I mean, it doesn't matter what your day's been. doesn't matter, you know, when was the last time you saw them. It doesn't matter, you know, if, if uh, last time you saw them, you forgot to feed them. Unconditional love. They're jumping up. They're licking you. They're, they're just so happy to see you every single time. And that's, that's well, wonderful. And they, they live in, they live in the moment. Like my, my totally. dog, you know, sometimes, um, you know, you, your animals will cling on to one family member more than the other. Right. right. So we've had mm-hmm. a dog before that was totally my dog. Like couldn't live without me. Right. <laughs> but this one that we have now is my husband's dog. Now my husband can go out in the back shop, do some work, come back even minutes later. Doesn't matter if it's minutes or hours. Um, my dog, it's like 10 second Tom, you know, my dog <laughs> sees him and goes crazy. So happy. Home, you know? Um, yeah, totally. They're just unconditional love they are. and they totally live in the moment and yes. they're very perceptive. Like, they are. like, you know, my dog will sometimes bark at nothing, but I know he's not barking at nothing. He's looking off at something in the room. He's seeing spirit. Oh, I They're see. They're aware. Like, they can see through the veils better than we can, you know? I wondered uh, about like, that. Well, who's there? Is my sister there? Come on, let's talk. <laughs> <laughs> I've wondered about that at many points because you're right. There are a lot of stories and incidents and so forth where, I mean, I can remember times with my own cats where I'm sure the cat is thinks that he or she is looking at something and I can't see what it is. And it makes yeah. me wonder, is it something like that? Is it something that yeah. they're seeing something that's there that I can't see? Yeah, totally. Yeah, which is pretty cool. So our pets are, are something really to be grateful for no matter what. And which is great because then at on any moment in time, you can always find the feeling of gratitude, that high vibrational energy by connecting to your pets. It's true. Yeah. And in fact, gratitude is a good place to start if you're not feeling in your best mode, if you're feeling depressed or angry or fearful or, you know, just generally down or whatever. Gratitude is a great way to climb out of that quickly because when you start focusing on the stuff that is in your life, the people in your life, you know, the the roof over your head, the food on the table, you know, all, all that kind of thing. When you start focusing on that in a big way, it climbs you out pretty quick. I mean, unless you've got some really, really serious stuff going on, it'll climb you out pretty quick. And even if you do have serious stuff going on, I mean, I've talked to people um, who have really, really bad stuff going on and reminded them of that. And if only for a brief instant, they, you can just see their mood lift. You know, they don't necessarily hold it well, but they, but, but their mood lifts. So yeah, gratitude's a really quick way to get there. Well, and the other thing too is when you can be in that energy of gratitude, you're, you're opening yourself up to receiving more and more. Mm-hmm. So you really want to be consciously aware of Spending time in gratitude. Mm-hmm. I mean, even every day, just thinking whatever you want to call that universe, God, spirit, um, source. Mm-hmm. Thank you for my life. Mm. No matter what's going on, right. you're alone. Yeah. How about you that? You can always find gratitude for that, right? Yeah, absolutely. So, so that's pretty important, you know, and, uh, and really everyone here on this, I think everyone listening to this or seeing this knows that you manifest through high vibration. Right. Well, you manifest through low vibration. Well, you, you manifest, manifest both ways. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you manifest the wrong stuff. <laughs> right. So you want to be in that high vibration. And what better way to get there than gratitude? And in fact, if you could even kind of play a game with yourself. Like you're, you're so down. You're like, I, there's nothing to be grateful for. Mm. Nothing good happened to me for the last year. <laughs> right. <laughs> so what? Be grateful for something that happened to you prior to that, you know? Yeah, sure. Or find a little thing. You know what? Do you enjoy a TV show? Be grateful that you can escape for that hour, half hour watching this show. Mm-hmm. Like, I know we want to do a show on comedy at one point when Carlos yeah. is able to do this. Yeah. And um, that, you know, that's a great way to raise your vibration. So thank you to all those comics and all those people who can bring humor into your life because, boy, what a vibration lifter that is. And you mentioned Carlos. We'll be grateful for. We'll be grateful when he comes back um, next week. Unfortunately, he can't join yeah. us today. He poor Carlos is is dealing with a termite issue in his apartment, and you you got to deal with that one. You just can't take time to do a podcast when that's going on. But the good news, and I'm sure he's grateful for this, is that he's got pest control people on the scene taking care of it. So it's going to get eradicated. It's going to get, get solved. 
but uh, the guy is the guy's uh, ability to feel grateful is being tested. We will get a report card from him next week. <laughs> See how grateful he is. I you bet you it's going to be pretty high. I bet you it's going to be a very high level. Actually, it'll be interesting to see, even after the fact, what this experience actually brought to him. Mm-hmm. Because right. I really believe that all experience is bringing you something. Mm-hmm. There's a purpose to all things. Mm-hmm. And you don't think you see a purpose in having an infestation of termites in your right. place, right? It's certainly not initially. But who knows? Let's see what comes up for him mm-hmm. that this pushes him towards or that puts a spotlight on in some way. Yeah, that's, you know, that's a good point. And I suspect that we're going to hear some pretty cool story coming out of it. Uh, especially once yeah. he's in a place where he can laugh a little bit more at it. <laughs> it's a little hard to laugh when you're in the middle of that one. But uh, He's got to call one of his comic friends to do a, you know, yeah, a right? skit for him. You know? Exactly. Yeah. 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 But uh, well, when I um, exchanged text with him before the show, he, he, he was actually, I think, in a pretty good mindset because he was just profusely apologetic about missing the podcast. I'm thinking, you got termites to deal with. Don't worry about the podcast. It's not big of a deal. But it was to him, which tells me he was in a pretty good place overall mentally that he was thinking about, oh, geez, I'm yeah. letting the podcast down. You know, that, that would be like 53rd on the list of priorities. And, and yet he's thinking about that. So he, he had to be in well, a pretty good place. Yeah, but it's nice because, you know, we like hanging out with each other. Right? Absolutely. So, yeah. 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 And, and he is funny. And he's, he's a fun guy, too. For. Absolutely. I, actually, I'm grateful for the fact that he joined the podcast. Because he and Alex yeah. and um, Drew all came on roughly about the same time, about a month ago. And they have really been fabulous for this podcast. I mean, they brought all kinds yeah. of interesting energy and ideas and, and a much younger perspective and so forth. And it's great. I just love it. So there, there's something to be grateful for right there. Now, i got a question for you. Um, Abraham okay. Hicks, you know how Abraham Hicks has the emotional scale, right? The guidance scale. And if you look at the various terms on that list, gratitude, I don't remember exactly. I think it's like number three or four on the list, something like that. Appreciation is part of the list of number one. So they say appreciation is a higher level than gratitude. I'm wondering, do you think that's true? Um, you know what? Someone once explained that to me and it made sense, except I don't remember what it was. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. The explanation I've heard is that gratitude for some people tends at times to have um, a feeling of, obligation attached to it. Uh, you're supposed to be grateful, that kind of thing. Whereas appreciation okay. usually, doesn't usually have that attachment to it. So uh, I, I think that's why um, Abraham says that uh, appreciation is a slightly higher level. I don't think it really makes a whole lot of difference. I don't um, know. Yeah. For me, for me, it feels the same. Mm-hmm. If I were to feel it for myself, they feel, they feel comparable to me. I mean, the only thing that really kind of surprised me about the whole thing is when I realized that it was listed as part of the number one for like joy, you know, joy and appreciation are on that same level. Um, I thought to myself, gee, I wonder if I'm, when I'm expressing appreciation, I'm really feeling it enough. I, I'm not sure I ever put it at number one. <laughs> Did I ever get that high? I don't know. <laughs> it almost made me yeah, think, you know, you I got, I got to focus a little bit more on what I'm appreciating. <laughs> well, but that's, what's great about when you listen to an Abraham appreciate a uh, rampage of appreciation. Right. Right. Yeah. Because you cannot listen to that without be- getting into that energy. It's true. That. Yeah, that's true. That, that I should add that to the list, actually. Uh, you know, an audio recording of, of an Abraham appreciation does pick you up. And I have actually yeah. experienced that when I was feeling really, really down. Um, it, it's it, not, not, I don't know if anything is going to pick you all the way up to the top, but it always moves me up at least, I don't know, three or four levels. Definitely puts me in a, into a better feeling place listening to a rampage like that, especially if you have people laughing in the background, which almost always happens whenever they're doing it in front of a live audience, right? Because yeah. because they're doing their rampage and people are, are tittering and laughing, and then they're going more into it, and you hear more and more laughter. It just kind of picks you up a little bit. So, but even good. even to just start just start a rampage and just see where it goes, and just add a bunch of silly stuff in there, you just start cracking up at yourself. That then it's right. easier for it to just flow. Yeah. It reminds me of something that uh, Tom Wells and I did. This was about, I think it was last spring in one of the podcasts. Um, we took the process that Abraham describes of, um, uh, let's see, what, what's it called? Wouldn't it be nice if? Wouldn't it be nice if? So you, you start a, a whole bunch of sentences with wouldn't it be nice if, and then you identify what it is that you know, wouldn't it be nice if. And we did the whole show just going back and forth thinking of things to say, wouldn't it be nice if to? And I swear, like halfway through it, we were giggling. 
we were we were laughing so hard. We're like, oh yeah, yeah. Well, how about this way? <laughs> we're trying to like you know keep raising the level each each time that we're doing it, and, it, and it's fun when you do something like that because not only and are you training the up, energy, you're doing you're you're doing it as and a it pair. also brings up yeah, and it also brings up gratitude because while you're saying wouldn't it, it be nice if blah blah blah, you get into that feeling place of it, mm-hmm. and then it's like you feel this gratitude for what would be nice. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, a couple of comments. Of, uh, well, first of all, Jeffrey has gone hog wild in the comment section, so I have to acknowledge at least a couple of them. Um, okay. He, let's see. Uh, he says, I would love to have an animalism conversation. Animal, going back to the story about my cat, about Joy. Um, he says, let's see, comics have the gift of finding the humor in tough spots. We all need the clowns that we create. Yeah, that's a good observation. Um, think of how money appreciates, okay? <laughs> I hadn't thought of that way. Using the word appreciation in a different way, that money appreciates. Well, that's true. If you've got it invested, if it's compounding in some way, that's true. And, oh, and then he follows up by saying, well, appreciation is compounded gratitude. That's an interesting way to look at it. So, yeah, good comments, Jeffrey. Thank you for that. And a few other people have clocked in. I'm trying to see Hannah's saying hello. Hello, Hannah. And uh, Paul's in. And yeah, so... Number of people are clocking in saying hello, but I wanted to make sure I acknowledge Jeffrey for all of those comments. I think he put seven of the eight comments uh, in so far. <laughs> I'm not sure what good. I'm not sure what Jeffrey means by animalism. <laughs> I'm not sure what that is either. I mean, he'll probably well, post something to let us know. But uh, how about I pull a card from the um, oh sure animal spirit deck? Yeah, let's see what you got there. You this, you are you are the all time champion when it comes to having card decks. You know, you have more card decks than anybody I know. <laughs> yeah, I, in fact, I've, I actually brought them all home today. I've got about 30 or 40 of them. <laughs> oh, jeez. Wow. <laughs> you know, because I'll use them in meditation groups, and I'll use them with clients. I like to go between different things, not always, you know, pulling mm-hmm. from a different point of view from a different person who created whatever that deck is. Right, right. So, yep. um, all right, so let's see. We're going to pull a card. And... Um, yeah, I've been using these a lot, and they've really been... So that, this is for Jeffrey. All right, Jeffrey. Oh, and Jeffrey uh, posted, he said, animals as medicine. I guess that's what animalism is. Animals well, as medicine. Well, that's what this is all about. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Okay. so this is the electric eel spirit, but it's in the reverse position, upside down. What does that mean? Yeah, that's reverse. This is what it actually looks like, these okay. car, this card. Okay. Okay, so it's about bringing in your ideas to life. Let's see what it says. All right. I'm sure it'll speak to somebody. No, no, you know, no doubt. <laughs> Jeff wants you to know he I'll has decks also. <laughs> this is a brand new deck for me. Uh-huh. And, and yeah, your animals are totally healing you. But also, um, you know, I talk a lot about signs from spirit. And sometimes yeah. you have like a fox go across your backyard. Okay, well, what is the message? What is the healing that fox is bringing to you? By just walking into your awareness. Mm-hmm. Okay. No eagles. Look, look, I got a great eagle up there on the Yeah, line. beautiful. Um, you know, great messages. Okay, so the electric eel spirit in the reverse position, mm-hmm. okay, we're going upside down. It says ideas need to percolate as they rarely as they rarely download in detailed form. Hmm. Have you too quickly dismissed an epiphany because you couldn't see where it might lead you. Have you rushed to follow the muse without taking time to contemplate the meaning of your aha moment? Perhaps your dream will take a different form from what you first imagined, morphing into something else that is even better. Spirit's plans are often hard to discern, but so much more satisfying once they have taken over your own predetermination. Hmm. So maybe your big idea is taking more time to shape than you expected. Have you considered that you're meant to learn something in the process of uh, bringing it into being? Commit to transformation and to learning any lessons this new venture will bring you. As soon as you see that your aha was even more valuable than you first realized when you first felt it electrify you. Okay, that's I guess that usually they talk a little bit more about what the animal is all about, mm-hmm. but it's this electric eel and it's right. talking about this taking hold and and really stimulating something within you, but not just acting on the first thing that comes to mind, letting it sit with you 
and grow and take on its own momentum, you know, being open for that inspiration that wants right. to come through. Right. And uh, that's always something to be grateful for. You know, when you get some kind of, if you ever get an idea and it really lights you up, like you can feel your energy, like you can't wait oh, yeah. to figure this out. This is kind of saying, let it sit. Mm -hmm. You know, maybe you want to journal the different things that come up about what you might want to do with it. So, uh, electric eel. I haven't pulled that one yet. I, it, it's um, huh? the, the the idea, the word that came to your mind, to my mind when you were uh, talking about letting it come like that was clarity. When something comes out in a, in a big way for me, the big thing is clarity. It's like I have a, a more clear idea of what X is, whatever X is. Um, so yeah, yeah. If, if I'm getting something that, that clarifies for me, that's a reason for celebrating. That's a reason for being grateful because, wow, yeah. I actually got it, you know? In fact, I wrote some notes before when you were talking and, um, the thing about animals is that they do live in the moment. They're present. They're very present. Oh yeah. Like if we can be more in the moment and present, uh, we can create so much easier because then we're not allowing that subconscious programming mm -hmm. to take hold and maybe tell you why you're not good enough <laughs> or why it can't be done or that it's already been done, you know, especially if an idea comes in um, that really sparks some some interest or some uh, excitement within you, some, mm -hmm. some drive. Right. Then it's totally, if that energy comes in, it's totally in alignment with your soul and it's something to do with your purpose. Okay. So um, I think this card is saying when those things come in, you just want to, instead of, I know I can do that. I can be so gung-ho and start working on it mm -hmm. um, where I might miss some really cool details that might want to be downloaded to me when I can get out of my head and not be in such a hurry. That's a little tricky so for me still because I I have that tendency to, to want to be in the head and figure it all out. And and it's a good yeah. point that you're making there that you don't, you don't really want to be there because you can't really receive anything there. You have to be. Well, it depends on the energy that you're feeling. So if, if you're like feeling still in that motivated energy and it's just roll, it's like, you know, like automatic writing, it's just rolling through you. Spirit's just talking, the ideas are coming, whether you realize or not how they're getting to you. Um, but then when you start to feel your energy shift, where all the things come in, what you could do, what you should do, how fast it should take, who, you know, like when it start, when you start it's really good if you start to monitor the energy that you feel, especially towards projects. Because I've done this many times where I might have been inspired to something. And I guess there's a reason this card's coming up because now we're talking about it. I might have been inspired for something and that energy was really good and that was driving it in a good way. But then something else takes over <laughs> and it starts to become a little heavy, you know, like a little bit forced. And... um so when you're talking about energy, are you talking about emotional energy, emotional uh, measurement of the energy, so to speak? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's a feeling sense. I mean, everything is born out of the vibration you send out. So mm -hmm. it's a frequency. Right. So we were talking about the frequency between appreciation and gratitude being so close. Right. Yeah. So, but and then if you start getting down into some of the lower ones, and I don't have the chart in front of me, but like I could see it in my head without being able to read it. Um, you know, when you have to handy. start, <laughs> when you start like trying to push things to happen, mm -hmm. then you're in a lower vibration. That is true. And, and that one yeah. I'm familiar with that one. That's the one that I'm, I'm trying to get away from in a sense. I'm trying to, to that's where you want to feel your energy. You want to take yourself back to that inspired action energy mm -hmm. and not the one like I, I should do this or it's got to be done this way because those people did it this way. Somehow, though, uh, so, somehow I'm never able to get back. Oh, not never, but often I have trouble getting back. I mean, I can remember what I was feeling, but getting back to the feeling place, that's always, uh, not always, that is often a struggle for me. That's often, it feels sometimes like it's out of reach. Like, why can't I get there anymore? I, I just felt that, you know, a minute ago, 10 minutes ago, 15 minutes ago, and I just can't seem to get there. And I don't understand why. So maybe because then all the subconscious programs getting in the way. So, but maybe you mm -hmm. can... Um, have yourself start some kind of a rampage of appreciation about how you were feeling when that came through. And oh, that's a good idea. Something about the idea that was that was coming through. And wouldn't it be nice if yeah. I had all the answers right now? And wouldn't it be nice if I can take that idea, maybe add like cooking and add a little salt and a little, you know, and then make this beautiful. <laughs> 
you know, you just come up with all these different things. And in my world, the sillier I get with those things, the easier it is to, to break free from that heavier energy and get mm. back into that really creative. For me, it's always a childlike wonder kind of a space, you know, where that creativity can just flow. <laughs> Jeffrey says, yeah. I am so grateful for this conversation. I'm glad that you're grateful for it, Jeffrey. That's wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Um, that's a good, that's a good a, suggestion, though. I'm going to remember that? that one. Do, doing the rampage when, when I'm, I, I can't seem to, I was just there and I can't seem to get back. I'm going to try the rampage idea, see if I can get there that way. That's a good idea. Yeah. Because if you can even just have the presence of mind of, you know, well, what if this ramp, wouldn't it be nice if this rampage thing actually worked for me right now to put me back into that inspired Yeah, thing? right. Hey, I might as exactly. well try it. I've got nothing to lose. Nothing right? to lose. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, that actually ties into something I've been working on also, which is, Getting myself into that feeling of I've got nothing to lose. You, you phrased that beautifully. Um, because there are times when I just feel myself kind of giving up, you know, and I, I have this little argument that goes on in my head like, no, don't give up. And there's a part of me that says, what's the point? It's not going to play out. And, no, don't give up. Keep going. Keep going. So well, that, that, it's that a common part thing. Of you. What do you mean? That's like your inner child in there. That's your inner child in there telling you, wait, Walt. Yeah, you know, right. He was there for a good reason. <laughs> you felt really great about it. I'm going to take you there right, again. Right, right. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, I was just writing down, you know, say it out loud. So you can close the door. No one has to hear you because mm. when you put the voice out into it, not just in your head, you can have it start to take on uh, more energy, really, than just being in your head. And... It's kind of like when you write things down, you're putting it into the material world, into the, into the, you know, matter world. <laughs> is that Take why? With your voice. Is that why when you, when you do like a, wouldn't it be nice if, or some other process like that, it's an energy raising process. When you do it with somebody else, it's easier to do it because you're voicing it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're putting it out there. It's not just stuck in here, you know? Yeah. Because you're right. When it's, when it's inside, it's harder to get it going. But when you put it out, when you actually, you know, ex yeah. express it in a way, it comes out easier. And so if you can be doing it in your car or in your a room in your house where you're like, it doesn't matter who hears you, mm -hmm. then you can just let nonsense spew out. And it and that is going to nonsense. I'm meaning just being like in that maybe crazy mind, like without having the analytical mind dissecting what's what's true and what's possible. Right. Just make stuff up. Yeah. Like it's, it really frees it, frees it up. Well, it took me a long time to learn to even do that part because it was, uh, there was the, uh, the rational part of my mind that says, well, no, no, that's not true. You can't, you can't make that part up. That's not, that's not okay. Until somebody pointed out to me that, well, I can do it like I did when I was a kid. I can pretend. I can pretend that it's Absolutely. happening. Absolutely. And pretending is a lot easier for me. I, I can handle that it's a lot better. It's all about pretending. Yeah. Well, I know that now, but I didn't realize that before. I was, I, I thought I was trying to create something that wasn't true. No, I can't say that something that's not true. You know what? <laughs> I, I haven't followed your series that you're doing on, was it Neville Goddard? Book? Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. um, but isn't, isn't he one who put it out there that you want to reach to those um, the things that you you want to create as if you already created it now and see yourself in that position doing that feeling that energy I mean Abraham talks about that I mean anybody really working in this world where it all came from I don't know originally mm -hmm. um, that's the thing you want to get into that place of it already existing right and you have to be it doesn't exist right this second in your material world right no it so, doesn't you're, 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 you're imagining so you make it. it up yeah, you're dreaming why, it. Why can't you make up something that doesn't exist yet? Yeah, he describes it as a dream, as if, as if you're you're planning what your dreaming is going to be. And uh, yeah. you're right, he, he uses the phrase, assuming the feeling of the wish fulfilled, as his way of describing, get yourself into the feeling place of it. Uh, Cindy right. and I, Cindy Chavez and I have described it as a little vignette that you create. You create this little tiny scene where you're feeling and experiencing what's happening when it, whatever it is has shown up into your life, it has manifested into your life. And Cindy made a really good point that we're both lashed on to, which is it doesn't necessarily have to be an emotional feeling. It can actually be a sensory feeling. It can be either kind of feeling. So, oh, why not? Yeah. Yeah, you know, so it could be like, you know, you, you're getting congratulated, so you can feel somebody shaking your hand, you know, and, and, and that is part of getting into the feeling of the wish fulfilled. Yeah. yeah but you're right. Well, that you is, know, that's um, a big Goddard concept. Greg Braden would say uh, the, the feeling is the prayer. The feeling is the prayer? Okay. 
Feeling is the prayer. Mm-hmm. So really, when you get into that feeling sense, because that's the vibration once again. Mm-hmm. So when we can get into that feeling space of what it is, we, what we want. I mean, it's so easy for us to. Why can we feel what we don't want so easy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But we can, and we create through that. So to really just, it's all about just bringing your awareness to the here and now, like those animals can do, living in the moment mm-hmm. and feeling what it is. That, that you prefer, that you desire, as if it already happened. That's because true. Because then you can make it up. I and mean, that's how I healed my short, my rotated tear cuff. Yeah, that's right. I remember that um, story. Yeah. 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 Besides just dumping the energy of love in it, but I totally attached to it. It's healed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did the same yeah. thing with my, my knee ligament. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly that. Just imagining it was healed. And it did. Yeah, it's already gone. Yeah. It was a, quite amazing, And then too. we talked... We've actually talked about this in that the show we did on living in the matrix, right? Because we want to connect to another space and time. Oh. But if there's something that hasn't happened yet, we're connecting to future time mm-hmm. where it already exists. So why not put yourself there in your imagination, mm-hmm. feeling it, living it? Mm-hmm. Because, of course, that's going to bring it to us. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's so much conditioning that's kind of squashed us from actually just going that to that place, which is so natural because we're born that way. What little kid can't make up a story that they are so convinced is real? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. especially a little kid because little kids, they don't have uh, because, the baggage of the big kids. So they just they just dive right into it. Like, yeah, let's play the game. Here we go. <laughs> which is my point. It's our yeah. true nature. Yeah. Yep. I think you're right. That's how we come here. Now, you mentioned the word prayer. And that's a word we often associate with gratitude. A lot of prayers are about gratitude. And, and I don't think that's accidental. Um, now... A, a religious person might think of that in a little bit different context from the way we do as, as in our deliberate creator context. But there's a lot of overlap between the two for sure, um, depending on, on how you use the word and what you mean for yourself when you say the word prayer. For me, prayer, uh, th- this is something that that came out of the Goddard uh, conversation that Cindy and I had this week. Um, if you look at the root of the word prayer or to pray, um we usually think of that as making a request, and indeed that is one of the roots. Um, but when you look at the root behind the root, and I can't remember exactly what the specific word was, when you look behind it, what you find, it actually means to um, to interact with. So a prayer of gratitude is interacting yeah. with source energy using gratitude. And and that starts to make a whole lot more sense to me than, than the traditional method. The, tr- the traditional prayer, I got perhaps some blocks there because of my religious resistances. But when I look at it that way, now all of a sudden, oh, I can latch on to that easily. You know, that, that's a good one. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the prayer is what is connecting to the desire, really. Yes. Yep. I mean, if you're praying for someone's healing, you're connecting to, at least for me, because I do energy work, maybe, but... I connect and I hold the space for that person already healed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the prayer and the energy that I send is to see them already in that space of being whole and healed or whatever it might be, depending on whatever the situation is, but not in that, you know, a lot of people think, and I think, <laughs> I don't know if this is true at all, but I think it comes through religion. Cause I think it, I see it in my older generation of my family. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they think that for them, if you show that you're worried, that's like you, you love them. Yeah. Right. So they go right mm-hmm. to that, they go right to that space of pity, right. sorrow, mm-hmm. you know, because they want to show you how much they love you mm. by holding the energy of where you're at. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which is wrong. <laughs> it really is. I mean, I'm, and I'm glad to hear you say that because it re- reinforces what I, I believe, but. I know exactly what you're talking about. My own family, I can recall numerous times when that that energy would appear exactly the way you described it. And it doesn't feel good. It actually feels pretty miserable. And and the worst part is you're supposed to, you're supposed to appreciate the fact that you're feeling miserable, which is well, just not pleasant. <laughs> I mean, you know, I I've, I've been trying to teach this to my mom and she's getting it slowly, but mm-hmm. she's getting it. I'm like when you worry about that person or that thing or that situation in their life, you're just feeding it to last longer because mm. that's the energy you're sending to it. Right. Wouldn't you rather pretend that they got past that that already, they have their solution, a miracle came or whatever it is, 
Because even just in thinking that way, your vibration lifts up. So your energy you're sending out, of course, is a higher vibration. Mm -hmm. And that's what we want to heal through. These, I mean, when I do healing work, I'm, I'm channeling this really high vibration to where it make, it brings tears to my eyes many times because it's so overwhelming, this energy of love, right? Mm -hmm. Sure. That's what it all comes down to. Yeah. And, and, um, uh, having experienced, uh, doing the session with you, we did that show about what the session was like. I can, I can give actual testimony to just how high your energy level gets because I can feel it. I was able to feel it during the session and it is very, very high, which is great. I mean, I, I love that you were able to do that. Um, in fact, I'm, I'm kind of aspiring to do, uh, the same thing myself to the extent that I can do it. And I, I was actually doing it yesterday, um, with my wife in mind. My wife's been going through some difficult stuff. She's, she's kind of under the weather. Um, she's basically dealing with exhaustion from the gardening season and the gardening season has come to an end, but now she's like in collapse mode, you know? And, right. um, I, it's an interesting thing. I, I had tried to help her directly and it actually led to irritability. And so I had to back off and re remember that, oh yeah, well I can hold her in that space in my mind of what's, what it's like for her when, when she's at her best and, you know, Everything's you know, hitting on all cylinders and all that kind of thing, and I did that. I goosebumps. <laughs> we well, were saying yes, Walt. You got it, Walt. Well, I, yeah. I did. I did that. Well, the the irritability came up when I was trying to help her with dinner, and uh, just it didn't work out right. So I walked out and I, I walked out of the kitchen and into the room where I do the podcasts. And while I'm in here, I started putting her into that that uh, good feeling place. And I only had like a couple minutes to do it because a couple minutes later she calls me, you know, come help me to do this thing, you know. So I went to help her do that. So I probably focused on it for maybe a minute, maybe a minute and a half, something like that. And within 10 minutes of that, her entire demeanor had changed. She was more energetic. She was talkative. We were, you know, she was saying, you want to watch a movie tonight? I said, no, not really. I want to do some meditation or maybe, you know read uh, a Hicks book or something like that. Oh, well, can we do it together? Oh, sure. Yeah, we can do it together. The whole, yeah. the whole energy had shifted, you know? Awesome. Because yeah. I was, I was just going to point out that you can't create for anyone else. Right. You can't influence by the vibration you're holding. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And your example is perfect. Cause I remember one time it was like New Year's Eve. I don't know if I told you the story about the deli clerk. No, I went, I went to go get something like last minute at, at a, at a, a deli. Mm -hmm. And uh, this guy was like all by himself, overwhelmed, mm. working past the hours because the other guy didn't come in or oh, something yeah, like right. this. And I could see this guy's energy, you know, and I gave him my, my order. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'm like, oh my God, this guy needs something, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just stood there and I was just flowing, at the time I was just flowing Reiki, but it doesn't matter. It's just love. That's mm -hmm. all Reiki is, it's just love, right? Sure. So I just was holding him in this space of feeling good and enjoying the rest of the evening, bringing in the new year, you know, just sending this energy to him while he's putting my stuff and getting it ready, packing it up. By the time he came, he gave me my things, his whole energy changed. Wow. He even smiled, you know? Yeah. And like, he has no clue what mm -hmm. happened. No. But it doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Because, like, I couldn't change him. But I could hold this energy and, and flow it to him, and he could either absorb it or not. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. You can send energy. It's up to whoever to take it. That's true. But there's no wasted energy. If someone can't take it in, it'll just bounce to somebody else. Well, you're making me realize that actually I have done this more times than I realized. Um, because yeah. you mentioned, you mentioned the deli clerk when Louise and I will go out someplace, you know, we'll go to a restaurant or whatever, and we're waiting for, for some service of some kind invariably one or both of us will engage with whoever the front person is. Right. And it'll turn into a conversation because I'm very tall. That's a, that's a conversation starter all by itself. You know, how tall are you? You know, that kind of thing. And it just leads into to whatever. <laughs> um, but in, invariably one or both of us will try to get the person we're talking to, to laugh and we'll just do it, you know, by, by little plays on words and, you know, little teases and things like that. Nothing harmful, nothing mean spirited or anything like that. And very often we will get them into that happy place. You know, the, the, for that moment, they're, they're chuckling, they're laughing, they're making a joke you know, on their own and so forth. And you can't see it. You can see it in their demeanor. You can see that it picks them right up. Um, so I, now I never really thought about that as being energy work. I just thought of it as, you know, interacting with somebody, repartee and all that kind of thing. But 
now that I think about it this way, you're right. You know what? That is energy work. I just hadn't thought of it that way. Oh, yeah. Everything's energy. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're producing a, a result through energy, you're doing energy work. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, since everything well, is energy, you know that means every, everything that goes on in our life is energy work then, ultimately, I guess. Absolutely. Well, yeah. We're, we're creating our world. Mm-hmm. There we go into that mirror effect. There know, it back is. Into my, yep. Back into my matrix stuff. But, you know, like love and happiness, mm-hmm. it's just, it's a contagious energy. Mm. So I was going to give an example of, I was saying that, you know, it's up to, you're just sending it and that's all you care because you're holding that high vibration. You're holding somebody in this container or sending love to someone that you think could use it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if that person can't receive it, there's no wasted energy. You just bounce off and go somewhere else, wherever it's needed. Love will find its way, right? But I remember one time I was walking into my karate school because I teach karate too. Right. And I always send energy to whoever. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'll see people in the street. I, I, I'm like, I'm sending, sending that guy love. I love you, I love you, I love you. Like, <laughs> that kind of thing. In my mind, you know, I'm not saying it out loud. Yeah, I'm yeah. just sending this energy. Well, I was walk, going, walking into the building and some girl was passing by and I'm sending her love and I must have smiled, right? Mm-hmm. Because I'm in this high energy. Yep. She, she, she actually didn't even look at me. She couldn't confront me. Mm-hmm. And, but she says, who are you looking at? <laughs> like really angry, you know? Right, right. And I, and I didn't say anything back. I'm just like, oh, let's give her an extra dose. You know, mm-hmm. we got to send this little girl some more. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't want to take it in. That's all right, you know? You just yeah, keep sending it. Somebody receive it. You, you can't make somebody take it in. And, and ultimately, when they're ready to take something in, they will. But, you know, it's not up to us to worry about that. I, I think you're right. I, that's actually one of the things that I learned when I was um, – practicing smiling at people when I took my walks and I still do um, because we have one of the rails to trails paths going by our house. So that's where I do all my walking and invariably there are a number of people out there and over time you just kind of get used to, Hey, how you doing? How's it going? You know, you see the same faces often every day. And over time I began to realize, well, a couple things. First thing I realized was that because of the work I was doing on myself, I was smiling more often than I realized that I was. And so I would get smiles at the strangest times when I was taking the walks. Like, well, why are they grinning at me? I got this big hello. Oh, yeah, hi. How are you? Like, what's that all about? Oh, I must be smiling. I didn't realize it. <laughs> so that's one of the effects. The second one is that when, like you say, when, when you when you do a lot of interactive stuff like that with people and that interactiveness kind of builds its own energy, there is no wasted energy. It just It just kind of... Uh, it, it multiplies, you know, it's almost like a geometric thing. It just kind of piles on top of itself so that when you're, when you're doing it, it all of a sudden becomes really, really easy. Early on, it was hard. I think that's what my point was early on. It was, I, I had to, to make an effort to, to smile, to say hello. I mean, I could do an entire walk and maybe say hello to one person early on. And it was a, it was an effort. It was tough, but over time you get more and more feedback, you get more and more um, reinforcement and it becomes easier and easier and easier. So I kind of imagine, I suspect that because you have this long-standing habit of putting out the energy, putting out the love for somebody, it has become so easy for you that you probably don't even have to think about it. You probably just do it. I mean, am I wrong about that? And you know what? But I have to get better at doing it to myself, right? That's something you could learn is when to give it to yourself. Because sometimes you get so stuck in stuff, you don't even realize how stuck you are. Hmm. And then when you do have your, fortunately, You've got guides and angels that are going to say, make you pay attention to what you're feeling within yourself. Then you can then do it to yourself. And you'll mm-hmm. note, and even just the fact that you realize, oh, my God, how did I get here? <laughs> you can flip it, right? And you're like, well, let's let's pull in the love. I need to, you know, oh, I love you, Linda. You know? And then with that mental chatter, it was telling me whatever it was, you're not working hard enough. Or who knows what it is, what's mm-hmm. going on, you know, or, or that, you know, if you're comparing to something else. And you can say, well, hold on a second. You let that part of you that knows truly how awesome you are. And you say, and you start to, you know, change the conversation mm-hmm. to build yourself back up, bring yourself back into that energy. We can do that. We can do that for ourselves at any moment in time, mm-hmm. no matter what's going on. And I know that for a fact because I've done it. Mm-hmm. I had some tough things this year. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I, I, I built this, that course that I'm doing, you know, it's, um, my seven, 
dips for living in a high vibration. So you mm-hmm. can flip your energy no matter what the heck is going on around you. Mm-hmm. You can always flip your energy because you have to. In order to break through the thing that's bogging you down, you gotta you gotta find ways to get in that higher vibration where all the good stuff can come. Right. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, you mentioned how you know, I was, how how it's easy to perhaps do it for others, and you tend you kind of forget to do it for yourself, which is a really really good point. And it reminded me of uh, you know do you know who uh, Jeanette Moy is? She's like a coach of coaches. Yeah. You know yeah. who she is? Yeah, Cindy's a uh-huh. good friend of hers, and so forth. I ended up on a, a she's got some mailing, email thing that she's doing right now on receiving. So there's like a seven day thing in receiving and the, the ideas that she came up have, has come up with each day are really good ideas. And they, they kind of remind you, you always have to be out there to receive. It has to be like an intention for your day. And like one of the ones that she pointed out is so often we'll get a compliment from somebody and we'll, we'll deflect it like, oh, no, that's nothing. Like, no, or, or, somebody oh, yeah. off, or somebody offers to do something for it. I, and you know what? The day that this particular email came out where, where it said, if somebody offers to do something for you, let them and thank them. And really, you know, the idea is you're trying to make your life easier. So give yourself the day off, you know, in that sense. And, you know, like within an hour of reading that, one of our employees came over to um, clean the uh, tools for the end, of the end of your tool cleaning and sharpening. And I went to take the trash out while he was there. He says, oh, I'll take that. And you know what I said? Oh, no, no, that's okay. <laughs> Just an hour before I'd been told, you know, yeah. accept it. And there yeah. I didn't accept it. So it shows you have to yeah. really be cognizant. You have to be aware and say, yeah, of course. Thank you for doing that for me, you know. Yeah. I actually did a video on that a couple of videos ago. If you go to my what my uh, YouTube, Linda Armstrong, mm-hmm. Energy Healer, yep. um, you can see all about that. But yeah, how can you manifest what you want if you cannot receive? If you can't receive it, right? You can't. You just can't. Yep. And a lot of us can't receive. And I and I and I talk about in the video. I'm not going to do it next. We're almost out of time. Um, how I caught myself, like you just caught yourself, not being able. I always deflected compliments. I could never take them in. Isn't that crazy how That's we do that? Well, it is conditioning, but it's still crazy. I mean, yeah. you would think that we're deliberate creators. We want to bring stuff into our lives, and then we turn it away. It's like, wait yeah, a minute. Yeah, what's yeah. wrong with us? <laughs> you know what I wanted to share? I, I did. Um, I was on somebody else's, uh, this network that I'm a part of, the Mind, Body, Spirit Network. Uh, we did a Thanksgiving Day quotes oh. um, video, okay. right? Um, you can find that on YouTube, too. So, but I have them with me right now. I'm going to read them. Sure, they're yeah. Really good. Okay. Quot- quotes and posts, and I and I always pick really simple ones to the point, but they're really basically all about gratitude. I mean, that's what Thanksgiving is, right? Right. So one of them, and I'll just read. I have images here. I'll just read it from. Is give thanks for a little, and you will find a lot. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. How easy is that? That's How true. easy is that? Well, it's powerful. We have the power. We create our own destiny. We create our own life. Let's just do it. It's, okay, the next one. It makes sense. Well, I mean, before you go to the next one, I just want to point out why it makes sense because there's lots of little things that go on in life. So basically, you're employing yourself, appreciate all of those little things one at a time. And when you do that, you're creating a new habit for yourself because you keep repeating you know it over I and really, over again. Want to know something I really, really appreciate? appreciate, appreciate every single this thing stuff is called bulletproof coffee. It's a way of making your coffee. I'm actually going to send out a, a blog post on this for people. Okay. Um, where you're adding, um, you know, some like coconut oil, um, MCT oil, I think it's called butter and unsweetened cocoa powder to your coffee. Okay. And you whip it all up, right? <laughs> and it gets all full of air and stuff. This thing will flip your vibe. If you if you wake up feeling a little dull and you drink this drink, it because it, all of those oils and the butter and the fat is for is for boosting your brain. Oh, so you actually feel amazing, like you know. And I'm and I'm so grateful for this because I'm like addicted to this stuff now. <laughs> I wish I could drink a lot of it in the day, but it's I don't think I could. Anyway, so uh, here's another one. Let our lives be both. Be, I'm sorry. Let our lives be full of both thanks and giving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Thanks and giving. Yeah. That's good. Perfect. Here's another one. Not what we say about our blessings, but how we use them is the true measure of thanksgiving. How we use them. 
Yeah, not not what we say about our blessings, but how we use them. In other words, how how we how we milk them, or what, what do you mean well, by you, use them? I think it's more about like being in gratitude of them and having them expressed through our lives. You know, like um, these are your blessings, right? So how how you how you take them in, so to speak? How 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 you kind of let them vibrate inside? It's not what we say about it, but it's how we use them, like how we apply them, how we actually, in, you know, express them in our lives. You oh, can have okay. blessings and have no gratitude for them, and then what good is that? Oh, I see what you mean. Yes, that's true. You know what I mean? Right. That kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Okay, here's another one. Um, okay, when you love what you have, you have everything you need. <laughs> that's true. That's good. Yeah. That's yeah. good. Yeah. And I have one more. One more. This one is, okay, this is a good one. If the only prayer you said in your whole life was, thank you, that would suffice. Yeah. That's gratitude. That's in fact, true. I've got goosebumps all over that's saying what that, that That's what that is. That, that is, that, that's that gratitude is. In, in one quick phrase. That, that's good. Thank but, you. By the way, um, Jeffrey uh, has been throwing out a lot of notes, and I haven't uh, acknowledged all of them, but the last one I had to absolutely acknowledge because he said, thank you for the recipe. So apparently someone's going to try your coffee recipe. Jeffrey's going to check that one out, see, oh. if, you, see if you like it. So you know good. what? It, it, I'm, I'm going to be sending something out about it with more detail and you know why it's good for you and, and the, the, ex, the exact recipe. Mm -hmm. If you go to my website, lovemylife.coach. Oh, good. You, you can opt into, um, there'll be a, on the homepage, there's a thing where you can opt in or you'll get a pop-up where you can get my seven tips for high vibe living. Okay. For feeling good no matter what's going on. Um, then you'll be on my email list. You'll have those great tips and, uh, and you'll get the thing on the clock. Get, get the recipe too. Okay. Good. Well, now everybody can get the recipe. Now I, I presume that there's a, there's a kind of a time limit in terms of, how long it's going to be before you actually send that that recipe email out? So people need to get onto the list pretty quickly, I would think. Oh, I'm sending that one out probably probably Sunday. Okay, so you got like uh, yeah. from the from the moment that we're doing this, and we're doing this at 4 p.m. New York time on a Friday. You got basically a day and a half, so make sure you get on that list soon so you can get the recipe. All right. In fact, I was going to do it sooner, but I'll wait till Sunday to to to. Send yeah, give people a chance so they can get onto the list. Yeah, yeah. that's a good idea. Yeah. So. Okay, um, I do want to get a couple of messages in while we have a minute or two left. Just to remind people, if you're not a subscriber, become a subscriber. Join the, the the crew here. Join the team and get your daily dose of happy 11 times a week. And then once you're a subscriber, make sure that you're sharing the fact that you're a subscriber and telling other people about it and saying, hey, I'm listening and uh, this is picking me up and it'll pick you up too. Um, something that I see sometimes on, on Facebook that I think is a clever idea. Instead of sharing generically, share with one person. You know, somebody will, I see this sometimes on, on our live streams. Somebody will type somebody else's name basically to cue them. Okay. This is going to show up in their timeline. Take a look at this thing. This is something that I think you should look at. It's a good idea. You know, so, so type the name of one particular person on a, on a social media page and say, check this thing out. Very good way yeah. to do it. Um, I, I don't know if you're going to remember this. So I'm going to make sure you do. Okay. <laughs> Next week is the week we're doing the, we're busting Absolutely. money books, right? That's right. Okay. Yeah. And we have a lot of signups for this one. This one has gotten a lot okay. of attention. We're, we're, uh, some of my promo will talk about being a belief buster. I mean, that's mm -hmm. what I do, right? I'm going to mm -hmm. bust through these beliefs. Yeah. And it, specifically they're associated with money. So if for anyone who's specifically for money. So anyone who's had trouble manifesting money, this is one you don't want to miss. So make sure you if you're in a member of the Law of Attraction Change My Life group on Facebook, you know, make sure you, you check out the events and, and say, Yes, I, I'm going to that particular event. And if you're not a member of the group, join the group. You know, they, they check they check out every day who's uh, asked to be a new member and literally there are hundreds of people asking to join this group every day, but they, they have a team that wow. regularly goes through and, and lets in all the good ones and keeps the, the, uh, the trolls out, but you know, <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they process them pretty quickly. So, uh, yeah, you want to get into the group so you can be a part of that uh, live stream. Of course, if you don't happen to be a member of the group and you don't hear the live stream, you can always be the podcast subscriber because you still get it that way. You just don't get it with the video, but that's okay. So right. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a, a fun time next week, and it'll be a great way to yeah. help digest the Thanksgiving dinner too. <laughs> yeah. So right, because it's right after Thanksgiving. Actually, That's it's, right. it's the day after. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So mm -hmm. something something more to look forward to. That's a good thing. So I hope Are you have you a great weekend. Thanksgiving off. Yes, we're not doing any podcasts on on Thanksgiving. 
So, yeah, there, we'll have uh, two missing podcasts for the week, but that's okay. We're only doing nine okay. instead of 11, but there, there'll be more to come. We'll so make we'll up for it with ours. Maybe, all of those people who would have watched need to come on Friday. Absolutely. Yeah, join us on Friday. I mean, it's Black Friday, right? It's also you know the, the Black Friday shopping day. Oh, yeah, yeah, It'll yeah, be yeah. at the end of the day, you know, especially if you're on the East Coast of the United States. So it's a great time to, to uh, call in or to listen in because you got all your Black Friday shopping done. You're done. <laughs> right so well i hope you have a great weekend and a great week thank you you too thank you very much and we hope that all of our listeners come back and join us and and we'll see you the next time on all the way today goodbye everybody 